Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Speaking to Empower, and I want to bring to you a podcast message from Marketing Motivation. And we have a bit of a packed show today. Uh, I wanted to share some some insights and tidbits with you, so let's get at it. All right, we're going to kick things off with, if you want to change your future, then you have to change your what. You can't change your past. Some may say, well, you have to change your present. Yeah, I I buy that. However, how do you do that? You do that by changing your habits. Find out the results you're getting and change it. You know, if you're in a poor relationship and you want to get it better, focus on yourself and doing things to make that relationship better. And if it's salvageable, great. And if it's not, well, you may, I say you may, have to move on from it. Now, if it's a relationship with a family member, a mom, or a child, well, obviously, you you can't move on from that. You're going to have to figure a way to make it work. And you may have to change a few habits. Yeah, I know, but it's not my fault. Sure, it's not your fault. But sometimes it takes changing even though it's not your fault. A lot of people don't want to hear that, but that's where things can turn very well for yourself if you buy into that. Today, I learned it is possible to sell dreams if someone is willing to go after them. So in other words, you know, I personally... uh, help people discover their dreams. A lot of people don't have dreams. They just either give up on them or just go with the run of the mill, whatever life throws at them, and they they deal with it. You know, it's like going into your office, if you have an office, (laughs) and being, having your day being run by the phone and email. That's no way to that's, that's reacting all day long, you know, and you want to uh, find a productive way about doing that. And there are uh, plenty of options that I could get into at some other show. Uh, intention and reality are two different things. And I think where I came up with this was, you know, we can have the grandest intentions of doing something. But in reality, it proves that we did not act upon our intentions. You know, intentions in reality may be similar initially, 
But if we don't act on our intentions, then our reality uh, may be quite different than what we intended it to be. And sometimes success is what you mu- is what you make it, and not what society portrays. You know, you may be very successful right now, but in society standards, you may need to own a bigger and better house, car, uh, spouse, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Uh, but the, the, the point that I'm stressing is success is within us. Uh, I, I don't stress complacency by any means, but sometimes getting, I don't know, five times better than you are now, it's only a little change. It's just doing a couple things maybe a little bit differently. And next thing you know, lo and behold, whammo. You're operating at a total different level. And that's as true as it possibly can be. Give a little, receive a lot if it's done with the right intention. Uh, But be careful. What you receive may not be what you expect. And what I mean by that is you may receive things that you were unaware of. Relationships, friendships, um, you know, new opportunities, dare I say, financial blessings. It's all, it's all part of it. That is for sure. Um, It's, very important. And do I have this in my my notes up ahead? I want to talk about um, food and drink. It's it's very important for us to receive food and drink. Because without it, we will die. With it, we will be nourished. Spiritual food and drink is also probably more important. Because it does also provide nourishment, spiritual nourishment. But more importantly, it prevents death. We all want to go to heaven, I would assume. You know, and the best way to do it is to do the things 
that get us there and avoid the things that don't. Very easy for me to say, but very difficult for me to do, and I'm sure you all can agree. Uh, yesterday's message on Sunday, Feast of Corpus Christi, that's where I got the food and drink um, analogy, because Corpus Christi is the Feast of the Body of Christ. But we kicked off yesterday with, I help bring out the best of people by showing them a program that will help them reach their goals and desires, whatever they are. You know, you don't want to start off a meeting with someone about this, you know, an advisory type meeting about what they want, what they want to do, and assume that you know, financially is, is what the, is what they want because that may not be the case. They may you want to be focused on relationships or bettering their their work environment or their job opportunities. You know, there are very very limited um, ways to go in the sense that you know they they will cross over on each other. In other words. You get great at nurturing relationships, you know, you're going to be probably pretty good at loving God. Not always, but, you know, majority of the time. You get good at uh, earning money, well, you're probably going to be good at uh, your career or choosing a career. So it's not like you need 5,000 different, you know, roles or opportunity to, to help you, you know, learning the, the, the basics will help you attain uh, pretty much all. That's why you don't want to focus on multiple things at the same time. Focus on one or two. Once you get those down and how to attain those and how to succeed with those, you know, you're off and running. Uh, I provide a distinctive product whose features are intangible, but the benefits are truly everlasting. And, and I totally agree with that. Uh, moving on to when I overcame the stigma of being diagnosed with a mental illness, it was mindset management, and there's a number of names for it, but that's what brought me out. To, brought me out of my recovery. You know, practicing mindset management not only protects me from stress, anxiety, and depression, but propels me to become more and do more. I hope you understand that because it's, it's so true. And with that being said, now that I've used this program in a unknowingly way to help me with my mental illness. Once it clicked, I was on fire. I was in. I know how it works. Now it's just constant study. And, and you know, the term study is, is almost a, a negative connotation for some. But study, practice, um, you know, it's, it's living. You know what I mean? Some people 
don't consider a practice practice because they love it so much. And if you find what I found, I think you'll consider the study uh, a wonderful thing. Our happiness and freedom is a direct result of our ability and adaptiveness to achieve just that. You know? And the quality of a person's life is easily measured by the quality of the people in his or her life. Now, isn't that the truth? You are who you hang around with. We are what we think about. What we think about comes about. You've heard all that. You know, we uh, conform to the group that we're in. Very rarely. It has happened, but very rarely does a minority of one, um, you know, change a whole majority of, of an opposite side. You know, and it can happen, has happened. You know, look at the civil rights movement and such. Um, this is where I wanted to show you Father Najim's um, homily from yesterday. Food and drink is essential to living, and spiritual food and drink is essential to surviving, even after death. So, keep nourishing yourselves physically and spiritually. And sometimes God does not respond to us all at once, but in small, fragmented pieces that get put together like a puzzle. You know, we're saying... Dear God, I've been praying all the time. Three weeks ago, I asked you for help with this area in my life. I haven't seen anything. And that's a loaded response because not seeing anything means you may be looking through the wrong senses. You know? See... Hear, taste, smell, touch, or a step beyond that is you're not looking with the right faculties, such as your mental faculties, your perspective, your will, your imagination, your reason, your memory, your intuition. That is when things start opening up, folks. And look for just little, little answers. And it'll, it'll be great once you have it all together. Uh, you must rid the mentality of, I can do that, but not forever. That outlook on things is no good. All you need to do is say, I can do that. And then do it. And then live to see another day.
and go at it again. You'll become comfortable being uncomfortable, and sooner or later you'll be comfortable being a champion. And if you do not see great riches in your imagination, you will never see them in your bank balance. That was good old Napoleon Hill. And I'm walking the dog Sunday night, last night, and he's sniffing in the side of the road, in the brush area, kind of in the, you know, wooded area. There's no houses in front of us. And I bend down to, to, to pick up what I think is a $5 bill. So I go down to pick it up. It turns out to be a $50 bill. <laughs> My wife's like, that's awesome. Did you scurry the grounds to look around for any other? And actually, I really didn't. You know, I kind of looked around, but nothing, you know, I wasn't turning leaves over or anything. But that was a pretty good, uh, good day yesterday. Um, I asked Jesus yesterday to remove the wooden beam in my eye. That's today's gospel. I read it the night before. And some of you may be familiar with it, but it says, you know, before you take the splinter out of your friend's eye, take the wood beam out of yours first. In other words, what little sin your brother may have, yours is much bigger. You know, take care of yourself. Tend to yourself first. And we celebrate Juneteenth today, which is ironic because it's the 20th of June, but the 19th is the day back in 1865 where slavery was officially outlawed and banned. And they became free, you know. So we're honoring the end of slavery. There was a cartoon that was, that expressed this this day as freedom. And it had a broken chain, uh, and I'm like, okay, yeah, makes makes sense to me. But then it dawned on me. I'm like, I wonder how many people in this this world, this country actually consider themselves free or don't even realize that they're confined by the limits of their mind. They're a prisoner in their own figurative cell. You know, and I said, geez, there's probably more prisoners in the USA that are freer than some people that are truly free. You know, we may be free, but we may be holding ourselves back unknowingly. And I, I would ask you all to review that and take a look. So, Darren Hardy today, you know, he said there's two powerful life lessons in Darren's favorite interview of all time and what he learned. And he basically said, you know, people are on the 
high end of things because they honed their craft, not because they were smarter, not because they were more athletic, not because they were more uh, educated. Uh, that, that all, those are good things, but they're not requirements of being successful. You know, there's a story of Louis Zamperini that he interviewed with Darren Hardy, and he was, Louis was a, a 1936 uh, Olympian in, uh, in the Berlin Olympics, was it? I forget, but um, um, who presided over that was Hitler, and Hitler was very impressed with Louis, and Louis was a very impressive guy because his mindset was so rock solid. When his plane crashed in the South Pacific, they survived 46 days by eating, you know, albatross organs and even the organs of a of a shark, but they were rescued to their detriment by the Japanese, and they tried to beat out information from Louis, denouncing his patriotism, giving up um, United States secrets, but he wouldn't do it even though they beat him with a belt buckle. Face, back of the head, hands, arms. Just an absolute torture. So, Darren asked him at the end of the interview, you know, he's like, what do I say to people that give up? Especially after hearing that story of yours. He's like, tell them to be committed. That's it. Just be committed and fail your way to success. You know, action needs to happen. And just do it. And I thought that was a, a good segment that Darren had. And you know you've made it when you know that the future is in your hands. When you know you control your future, you know that you control it. Uh, Brian shoots. The less you respond to negative people, the more positive your life will become. See that negative, positive aspect? I thought that was pretty good. I'm going to leave you today. I will check in with you, Lord willing, tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.